The following is brought to you by the Social Suplex Podcast Network. Are you tired of the same old pro wrestling? Then check out the amazing action on Powerslam.tv, the biggest indie pro wrestling channel in the world. Get over 4,000 hours of the best pro wrestling events from over 110 of the biggest names in the industry from over 15 countries around the globe. Get your free trial today at Powerslam.tv. Ladies and gentlemen, available on all platforms and YouTube, he's the Apex Podcaster. He's the wise owl of professional wrestling. He smells better than dude love with Sex Panther on. He's the king of fantasy booking. He is your favorite podcaster's favorite podcast. He is Omega Luke, and you're listening to the Omega Luke Wrestling Podcast. What's going on guys, I am Omega Luke, the king of fantasy booking, bringing you yet another fantasy booking match. So today I am bringing you another debutant as well into the roster of fantasy bookers and another awesome podcaster. And that is Tim of Ironbar Audio, great guy, loves fantasy booking and has been wanting to get involved in this for a while now since the league was sort of halfway through so it's great to get him on board finally and bring him into the realms of fantasy booking on here on Omega Luke he put out a challenge to Dominic Elder Baker during the league for a match and Dom gratefully accepted the task I gave these guys today was to bring any two singles guys together to form a new tag team and to book their first feud and this could have been anyone from any branch of the WWE. So 205 Live, NXT and NXT UK was all included in this. Uh, there was just so many options for these guys. So it'd be quite interesting to see who they decided to pair together. Other than that, the same rules apply as ever. I have no other announcements to make today. No due diligence. So I'm not going to waste any more time. Enjoy the two bookings. And as always... I'll meet you on the outro to announce the winner of the match. So let's cut to Conrad Thompson and Bruce Pritchard telling you exactly who they are and what you are doing right now, shall we? Hi, I'm Bruce Pritchard. This is Conrad Thompson. And you're listening to the Omega Loop Podcast. Hello, my name is Tim Farley of Armbar Audio, and this is my first time being on the Omega Loop Podcast. Today I was tasked with taking two singles wrestlers and putting them together to form a tag team. WWE and Jonathan Good come to terms and it sees Dean going to SmackDown. Dean's first night there, he's introduced by Shane McMahon. Thanks for the opportunity to come back to the land of opportunity, but no thanks. This place smells of rotten eggs. Couldn't we have postponed this until next week in Las Vegas? Now, Dean, you know that wasn't in the contract, but I do think you'll be happy with the smell of gold. Dean looks intrigued. If you beat your opponent tonight, in one week's time, you will be granted a title shot in your hometown of Las Vegas. What's the catch, Shano? Is my opponent a monster, huh? 
I've beaten monsters. Is it you? I'm not afraid of your D-list friends or your trash cans. Hell, we are already in a trash can. <laughs> no, he's not a monster. He's more of a builder. The crowd roars and as Dean smirks. In fact, we are standing in the house he built. AJ's music hits. He gets in the ring to loud cheers. Oh, and Dean, if you lose, AJ gets the title shot. The match gets underway, and Dean goes right for a clothesline, but AJ ducks and hits the ropes. Dean runs towards him and hits the ropes, too. AJ pumps the brakes and hip-tosses Dean. Dean shoots up and goes for a hip-toss, but AJ stalls and turns him around. AJ does his flurry of strikes and hits the ropes, but Dean hits the mat. AJ hits the rope, other rope and gets front dropkick out of the ring. Dean's yelling for the ref to count, even though AJ's back to his feet and circling the ring. AJ goes to slide in, but Dean elbow drops his neck. Dean pulls him up by the hair and wrenches in a chin lock as we go to break. We come back and Daniel Bryan is at ringside with his special eco-friendly world title. He's watching intensely to the action. AJ is setting Dean on the top rope, but Dean kicks him off and hits the standing elbow drop. He goes for the pin, but only gets a two. He gets infuriated and starts bashing AJ's head off the mat. The ref begins to count, but Dean doesn't stop. AJ wins due to disqualification. After the match, Brian gets in the ring and puts the boots to AJ, and Dean leaves smiling. The agents come down to break up the assault. Next week's SmackDown rolls around, and it's time for the main event. Daniel Bryan vs. AJ Styles for the world title. The match, unlike their other two, aren't strategic and more of a barn burner. AJ goes for a Styles clash from a Rana attempt, but Bryan slips through his legs and walks in a knee bar. AJ gets to the rope. Bryan goes for his kicks, but on the head strike, AJ catches it, turns him around, and hits a dragon suplex for two. AJ goes for the flying forearm, but Bryan locks in the little bell lock. AJ gets to the ropes. Brian is frustrated and kicks AJ's hand. Brian stops, starts stomping on his hand until the ref backs him up. Brian argues with the ref and Rowan pulls AJ out and throws him into the steps. Brian follows AJ outside and begins slamming the arm off the steps. He whips AJ into the barricade, but AJ turns the momentum, whipping Brian into the corner barricade. AJ goes for a running forearm, but Rowan stands in the way. The ref yells and tells Rowan to leave. As this happens, Brian gets in the ring, and upon his return, AJ gets hit with a Bushido knee strike for the win. Afterwards, Rowan and Brian beat down on AJ, but here come the tag team champions, Gallows and Anderson. They clear the ring and help their club buddy to his feet. AJ grabs a mic. I'm sick of this. I have you beat and you use every way out. No more. Brian, if you have any stones, you'll put that piece of grass title on the line at Extreme Rolls. SmackDown goes off the air as Brian smiles and nods, clutching his title to his chest. SmackDown opens and Rowan and Brian are in the ring. So our dear little AJ has a club again. 
All I see are two goons who wouldn't be able to handle my jolly green giant. Brian and Rowan laugh, and the club's music hits. Carl Anderson. Is this a joke? My good brother Gallows could handle that overgrown gnome by himself. But if you want a handicap match, you got it. Gallows gets the mic. I can handle this, nerd! The crowd laughs and cheers as we cut to a commercial. We come back and it's a huge hoss fight. Lots of tie-ups being broken, shoves turned to punches. These two behemoths aren't giving an inch. Brian sits as Carl is ringside cheering Gallows on. Soon Rowan hits a big boot, but he's met with another big boot. Both won't fall. Brian distracts the ref and throws Rowan a chain. Rowan knocks Gallows out and wins via pinfall. Brian. Looks like your big goon wasn't up to task, Anderson. You both better stay out of my match Sunday. Anderson and Gallows are upset in the ring, but as Brian and Rowan go up the ramp, AJ comes out with a chair. He starts backing them down, but Rowan stands in the way. From behind, Gallows and Anderson both are equipped with chairs, and all three hit Rowan at once. Daniel starts to run, but AJ catches him and throws him into the ring. As the club is about to enter, we hear a siren, and Ambrose enters from behind the announce desk with two bats. He throws one to Daniel and says, let's go. Smackdown ends with the five staring holes into each other. This leads us to Extreme Rules. Extreme Rules World Title Match, Daniel Bryan vs. AJ Styles. Bryan comes down to the ring with Rowan and introduces Ambrose. It seems my, my message is catching on. Humanity is the devil. Look at what you've done. The planet is disintegrating and deteriorating so rapidly, my good friend Dean is afraid of breathing your smog-covered atmosphere. Dean. It's sickening, really. Every town I enter, I feel a heaviness in the air, a stench in my nose, and trash all over my boots. Daniel, you're speaking my language, buddy, and I know a thing or two about morality. If the club wants to ruin your crusade, well, they're going to have to go through Rowan and I. Rowan and Dean stand ringside as the club comes down. AJ rushes Brian, but Brian slides out and runs into Gallows and Anderson. Rowan and Ambrose back up Brian, who laughs, but not for long, as AJ hits a suicide dive. This unleashes Bedlam. All six go wild. Chairs, steps, barricades broken. Rowan steps up, sets up a table in the corner, and gets a boot from Gallows. Dean hits Gallows with a chair. Anderson gives Dean a neckbreaker. Anderson throws Brian into the table, and AJ goes for a phenomenal forearm. Oh my god, a forearm through the table. Anderson pulls AJ out and Brian and put <clears throat> pulls AJ out and Brian and put AJ on top. One, two, no. Brian has more fight. Rowan is back up and hurls a chair at Anderson's skull. Gallows grabs Rowan's leg, and AJ hits him with a chair. Pele Bandaminator. That sends him out. Dean quickly throws a chair at AJ and BAM! Bushido knee. One. Two. No! 
Dean gets up and goes for dirty deeds onto the same chair, but AJ drops down and low blows him. Brian is enraged and goes for a kick, but AJ grabs and rolls through for the calf crusher. Brian taps. No one can believe it, but AJ just made Daniel Bryan tap. Extreme Rules ends with the club holding the gold and Brian looking like he saw a ghost. The next week's SmackDown opens with Brian and the Green Crusade storming into McMahon's office. I defended my title four times against AJ, and I don't get a rematch? Now, Brian, look, we said there would be no more rematch clauses in the um, new era, and it was clear that you tapped out. Fickle! That's so in, huh? Changing the rules to appease these deviants and miscreants. You know what? If I can't have a rematch, I want Gallows and Anderson. I want the tag team titles. Then I'll take AJ and hold all their trophies. I like that. Yeah. More of that. SmackDown's main event is Daniel Bryan and Dean Ambrose versus The Usos. It's an unusual Usos match where no hot tag is made. Brian and Dean cut off the ring from Jimmy and focus all their hatred, disgust, and resentment onto him. Just strikes after strikes, blow after blow. Their beating is so bad that the ref calls for the bell. When Jay gets in to help his brother, in to help his brother, Rowan comes in and kicks him in the skull and slams him down. Ambrose grabs Mike. Hey, club! Yeah, the Crusade want those tag belts. And you see these guys? They won't look half as bad as when we get through with you. Next week's SmackDown is a tag team title match. Dean Ambrose and Daniel Bryan challenging the club. And if Daniel and Dean win, Bryan will receive a title shot. SmackDown opens with the club in the ring. AJ. You're such a sore loser, Brian, aiming at my brothers to get me. If it were up to me, I'd make you tap again. But luckily, Gallows and Anderson will take care of the eco-warrior and the moral compass tonight. The crowd cheers. Anderson, we aren't going to run scared from a couple of deranged and Anderson and Gallows in unison. Nerds! The crusade come out onto the entrance stage. Dean, as the moral compass of the WWE, I think it's high time you lost the belts that you never really won. Let's look. Brian is smiling his sheepish grin. There is video footage showing Anderson rolling up the Miz using his tights. Dean, you see, right there, blatant cheating. We can't have that, Daniel, can we? No, Dean, I'm afraid not. And they can't have Lucy and Wendy either. Once we get Lucy and Wendy back, I'm turning them into hemp just like I did the world title. The WWE will become more sustainable and more righteous when we win tonight. The main event is a tag team title match. Anderson and Gallows versus Daniel Bryan and Dean Ambrose. The Crusade come out to massive boos. The club come out and the match starts between Gallows and Brian. Brian slides out to play mind games, but AJ stands face to face with him. They start arguing 
arguing over the WWE World Heavyweight title until Gallows grabs Brian by the hair and brings him back into the ring. Clubbing blows to Brian and Gallows sends him into the ropes. Gallows goes for a big boot, but Brian low drop kicks Gallows' other leg. This begins a time of double teaming and fast tags from the Crusade who work on Gallows' leg. Dean is in and sets up for the dirty deeds, but AJ distracts the ref and Anderson runs in and one leg legged drop kicks Dean. Both legal men are down. Who can reach their partner first? Both tag and Brian and Anderson trade blows on the middle in the middle of the ring, neither giving up. The pace slows down as Brian starts laying in the kicks. On the last kick, Anderson ducks and goes for a schoolboy. Only a quick two count, but Anderson grounds Brian and pummels him. Rowan now stands on the apron, and Dean pulls Anderson off and hits the dirty deeds. Dean immediately pushes Gallows off the apron and follows out. Rowan and Dean brawl with AJ and Gallows as Anderson gets up. Bam! The Bushido knee strike connects. One. Two. Will the Crusade win? And Brian get another shot? At AJ Styles' world title? Or will Anderson kick out? You decide. Thank you so much to Omega Luke for allowing me this chance to uh, fantasy book on his great podcast. Thank you for listening. Uh, I hope you've enjoyed it. And uh, vote for me. Thank you. Uh, my name is Tim Farley of Armbar Audio. You can find us at uh, Armbar Audio on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, uh, YouTube, Armbar Audio. Uh, we come out with weekly shows, sometimes multi-weekly shows, uh, or multiple times in a week shows. Um, other than that, wherever you are in the world, whether it is morning, noon, or night, you have a great one, and peace and love to all of you. So the booking starts at the Elimination Chamber, which is uh, the tag team titles is on the line for SmackDown, and it's uh, Shane McMahon and The Miz versus The Usos. So Shane and The Miz win the match. Uh, However, during the match, Shane suffers an injury as he jumps from the top rope through the announcer table, as Shane McMahon would do. And... Miz eventually gets the win over Jim Jimmy Uso, but the Tuesday night SmackDown, uh, Miz comes out into the ring and he's feeling a bit sorry for himself, and says Shane's been injured and he's going to be out for a while. He's leaning towards that they're going to have to vacate the titles, but Vince's music comes on and he's walking down to the ring in Vince fashion, very angry. He gets into the ring and just berates the Miz, saying that before him and Shane became went for the titles, he t- promised Vince that he would look out for Shane and make sure that Shane didn't do anything stupid to injure himself, so he'd give the go-ahead for them to be a tag team partners. He says how Miz has become not focused anymore. He's lost track of what he wanted. That's why he's not focused. He's lost focus of... Shane and let him do these and he's injured himself and he spent years chasing Daniel Bryan and he needs to get back to being focused on the uh, WWE championship 
So he says he's going to book him in a match, but he's going to face Eric Rowan. So he's really not not happy with uh, the Miz. So that that night, the Miz is in the ring with Rowan, and as as they're about to fight, Vince and Bra- Daniel Bryan comes out, and Daniel Bryan's giggling with Vince, smirking, and Vince tells the Miz that this is now a handicap match. However, Vince, uh, sorry, Miz is very excited about this because he thinks he's going to get another shot at Daniel Bryan. However, just as he's beckoning Brian to the ring, Luke Harper attacks him from behind. Harper and Rowan destroy the Miz, pinning him, and then Brian, Daniel Bryan comes down to the ring and he's kicking him and gloating in the Miz's face and you know slamming his head on the mat. So the next week on Raw, Rowan and Harper decide go to uh, they're in the backstage with uh, Daniel Bryan and they're speaking to Vince McMahon and they're talking about the vacant tag team titles and how they would like to be in the match that's been arranged for tonight which is of course because it's the Smackdown tag team titles the Uso and the New Day so Vince says of course I'd love to put you in that match so it's now a triple threat tag team match between the Bludgeon Brothers Uso and the New Day the the, uh, Bludgeon Brothers completely destroy that match and win the win the titles later in the evening the wounded Miz is out in the ring saying how he once and for all will set his differences with Daniel Bryan and calls on Vince to give him the match so Vince comes out and he says to Daniel Bryan sorry says to uh, the Miz that next week on Smackdown it will be Daniel Bryan versus the Miz and if The Miz is to win, he can have his title match at Fastlane. However, if he's to lose, he needs to work his way back to this position. He need, But he needs to fight. Uh, he needs to win the match next week. So we're already on to March the 5th, SmackDown. Um, and The Miz, he, he starts, he comes out early and he kicks off the SmackDown just a, a generic promo where Brian and Rowan Harper will come out and him and uh, Daniel Bryan will go back and forth uh, as they do. In the main event, The Miz is awaiting the arrival of Daniel Bryan. And as he comes down, he thinks he's coming alone. However, Rowan and Harper appear behind him and, walk, and escort him to the ring. The Miz, uh, Miz stops them in their tracks as they get to the bottom of the ramp and he grabs a mic and he says, see Daniel, this is your problem. I knew you would come with them. So I've brought some backup of my own. And Daniel Bryan shouting away and the lights go out. And as the lights go out, Bray Wyatt's music hits and Bray Wyatt comes out onto the top of the stage. And the fans are going crazy. So the Miz says to uh, Daniel Bryan, it's funny, isn't it? However, Bray, I think we were missing someone, aren't we? I'm sure you definitely told me you were bringing a friend with you. The crowd is all hyping up and Daniel Bryan's shouting, hey, what's going on? When Alistair Black's music comes off, 
goes off. And out comes Alistair Black. Immediately, the Bludgeon Brothers and Daniel Bryan jump in the ring. They start on the Miz. But come, uh, Bray and Black run to the ring and fight off the Bludgeon Brothers onto the outside. And as they're fighting away, Daniel Bryan, they have, it's quite a short match. Daniel Bryan's very riled up. He's flying into everything. But he gets caught. and uh, The Miz rolls him up. For, for the win and roll, r- rolls out and retreats up the ramp with uh, Bray Wyatt and Alistair Black. So it is announced that via the WWE Twitter that at Fastlane it will be The Miz versus Daniel Bryan and Bray and Black versus the Bludgeon Brothers for the tag titles. So at Fastlane, after a back and forth match, uh, Harper and Black are fighting on the outside and Harper launches Black into the crowd before assisting R- Rowan and they team up on Bray and they retain the titles in a quite a routine win there. But later in the night, Daniel Bryan defeats The Miz as well after extraction for the Bludgeon Brothers uh, leads to Bray and Black coming out and them all going at it. But it leaves the Miz open and he gets hit with Daniel Bryan with a running knee and the one, two, three. So over the next uh, few weeks, it, I would have, I would try and build then Bray and Black, uh, be put, putting them in a few different matches because it's only, it's only three weeks between, I think it's three weeks between Fastlane and WrestleMania. So I would have, couple matches where they're going against maybe the New Day or Gallows Anderson, picking up the victory, but also still having to deal uh, with the outside interference of the Bludgeon Brothers, because I think they need that sort of get their, get themselves going a little bit in the tag team picture before that, whilst carrying on their feud. So SmackDown before WrestleMania is April 2nd, so it's only, yeah, it's only about two or three weeks after um, it is announced that Bray and Black will fight the Bludgeon Brothers uh, at WrestleMania for the tag titles, and The Miz will get his rematch with Daniel Bryan. Uh, but before that, on that SmackDown night, will be a ta- six-man tag team titles. So this is where I'd really like to see, because we're thinking long-term with Alistair Black as well, I'd like to see in this six-man tag match, him and Daniel Bryan be the main two in the match because Daniel Bryan can work with pretty much anybody in the ring. And I think Alice Black could really showcase his skills. He's just new on the r- roster and it would give him a chance. So hit them two would probably take the majority of the match. However, Daniel Bryan and the Bludgeon Brothers, they wear down Black and then he gets a hot tag to The Miz. The Miz starts cleaning house. But as he's cleaning house, Harper, who's a legal man, hits the Miz with a big boot while Rowan and Rowan is fighting uh, with Bray on the outside. So the injured Miz is like crawling along. He tags back in uh, Alistair Black. So Alistair Black is going at it with Harper. He whips uh, Harper into the ropes. He, he tag uh, and Daniel Bryan jumps up and blind tags or on the blind side of Alistair Black tags himself back into the match. So he's now the legal man. Harper and uh, Black are going at it. As uh, 
Harper whips Black into the turnbuckle. Daniel Bryan hits him with a, big, a knee off the top rope and pins him. So going into WrestleMania, uh, Bray and Black uh, versus the Bludgeon Brothers in their rematch from the fast from fast lane. This time it's more. I'm going to have Bray more taking the uh, more lumps and giving Black that because the fans are going to be loving the fact that Alistair Black is there. Going to get him the hot tag. He knocks Rowan to the outside. He's going back and forth. Uh, with Harper. Harper sets him up for the big boot, but as he sets him up, Bray puts his puts himself on the line, takes the big boot for Alistair Black, and as, as, as Harper hits um, Bray Wyatt with the big boot, Black hits Harper with a black mass and hits him for one, two, three, and the new tag team champions. So, in the main event, or not, well, wouldn't be the main event probably at WrestleMania, <laughs> Miz versus Daniel Bryan later on in the show. They they were obviously put on the matches they put on with uh, Daniel Bryan. I think after a while they would both be down, both like putting it on the line. In both opposite corners, Daniel Bryan gets up, he starts screaming to the back like, come on, help, come out. So as, as the Bludgeon Brothers come out, they would start running to the ring, but before they even get near the ring, <laughs> so, uh, the Bray and Black would be on on them, fighting them on the ramp. The Miz hits Daniel Bryan with a skull crush finale, and he's finally and he finally hits him with a skull crush finale to win the title. So I would I didn't book the uh, Daniel Bryan match there as long with the Miz because it was more about the tag team titles moving forward. So with that going forward with um, Bray and Black, I see them more moving into the tag team titles now. They obviously still have their thing with uh, the Bludgeon Brothers for the minute. But long term, I would like to see them go on against the Usos, going into SummerSlam. Yeah, so I'd like to see them going forward uh, as the tag champions. And the reason I've picked Bray and Black, really is because I wanted somebody who's really good on the mic, but someone who's decent on the mic. But I think Bray's really good on the mic. And then you've got Black. who Bray's good in the ring, but Black's very good in the ring. So I think it would work well. And I also wanted to pick them, because if I'm going to bring someone up from NXT for a tag title like this, um, eventually you do have the tag champions where they will split off and um, one of them will get pushed. And you'd like to think in this scenario... Although Bray Wyatt has done a lot for the company, that Alistair Black would be the guy, and I think there's no uh, that Bray Wyatt is a good person that he would uh, be, be a good opponent. Sorry, if that Black could beat and move on forward. Go if he was to turn on Bray or Bray was to turn on Black, that Black could eventually leave that feud, moving on to maybe an, a title. In a, uh, a US title or uh, even a WWE Championship match. So that's where I think I would push them two together for a while. I'd probably keep them together up until, you know, Survivor Series, even probably beyond that. Just really embedding Alistair Black in the company before you would split him off. But yeah, that's my booking of the, the two, two competitors that become a tag team. 
There we have it, guys. Two very similar fantasy buckets, which I found very peculiar, considering the pool of talent that these guys had to choose from. But nonetheless, let's start with Tim and his first ever fantasy book. And let's look at your pros, Tim. First of all, I like the description of the matches. Tim obviously has a great knowledge of talent's movesets and psychology of wrestling matches. So it was good that he put his his advantages in knowing this knowledge um, to his actual booking. It was very good to listen to. Also, it was decent promos as well. And the impressions as, as, uh, as, uh, as to add to that, get my words out. It generally actually sounded like I was listening to AJ Styles, so that was good. I appreciate the different accents, so um, when the promos happened, you could tell exactly who was talking. So that was very good, as well as the the, the actual promos themselves being very good, adding to the storyline and um, building the whole fantasy booking all together. It was a very interesting choice with Ambrose and Brian. At first, I wasn't sure about it, but then... Now that we have the new Daniel Bryan as a heel, I could definitely see Dean Ambrose sort of taking a turn and joining his very eco-friendly um, group with Eric Rowan. So, very good. I like that. Um, you have a good, you have do have a bit of a con. The only really con that I could think of, to be honest, was the only real downside to this booking is that Rowan is sort of a spare part here, whereas it could have been argued that they are already a team. Rowan and, and uh, Daniel Bryan so maybe he didn't need another tag partner to sort of push Eric Rowan out as the third wheel but nonetheless I enjoyed the book and I enjoyed the partnership that they had with these two left it on a cliffhanger as well I sort of like that I, it wasn't like in the middle of a story or anything so it was quite cool how Tim done that and so he left it so that you guys listening to the book in Make your own minds up on how that fantasy book can end. I thought that was very clever from Tim, and I actually quite enjoyed that. But thank you very much, Tim, to go on and check out your podcast, Ironbar Audio. Guys, make sure you do that. Great podcast. they got some insane interviews right now um, with some big names. Absolutely smashing it. But let's hear what your opponent has for you in return, Tim. Dom, let's start with your pros, my boy. Was a good setup to the story, and nice to finally have a return in Bray Wyatt and debuting Black on the main roster all in one go. That's two things I think we will actually see in the future. So it's I, I like how he's kept that very realistically because where the hell is Bray Wyatt, by the way? Like, this is taking ages. And as to Black, I think it's just a moment. It's just going to happen very soon. I think everyone's sort of asking for it. I think he would actually suit the main roster as well, as much as I love him in NXT because he is putting on some incredible matches. And that Black Mass, when it actually connects, is absolutely disgusting. One of my favourite finishes right now. Um, I liked his thinking of making Black the standout guy planting seeds for a future big push for Black as a singles guy. I don't think that WWE do that enough with the guys that they intend to push um, in tag teams. It was also a nice little spot with Bray taking the big boot while Black returns a Black Mass at the same time. That was a very cool spot and I really like that. A lot of creativity to think about that and I think that was very well done by Dom. Dom also mentions what he would like to do after briefly so we have an idea of his thinking going forward and we had like sort of total i know i said these bookings are very similar but we had sort of total opposites with the ending dom gave us the end but he also gave us what would happen next tim didn't give us anything but i also like both ideas because dom gave us the payoff we finally we got the result and then it was and this was how i would continue these two guys are continuing them all the way through the Survivor Series mentions and then possibly break off 
Alistair Black, whether Bray Wyatt turns heel and then push Alistair Black for a singles run at either the US belt or go for the WWE Championship. It's it's Dom's way of saying like he's built up Alistair Black through this and he would continue to do it. So both very clever. I, I enjoyed both of that. You can't stomp, I, although I like the pairing of Bray and Black, I'm unsure whether they fit in with The Miz as a very opposite sort of characters. Then Dom also mentions he would have Bray and Black in other matches and build them to, to the Mania match. And he could have just as quickly said Bray and Black led up to Mania with wins over the New Day, the bar, Gallows and Anderson, cementing themselves as number one contenders for the belts. Sort of like that, instead of just saying, oh, I just... I'd have them build up to Mania because just as quick you can say exactly what I just said and in your head you're putting the pieces together okay so they've beaten the bar they've beaten the New Day they've beaten the Usos yes they deserve this tag team championship match at WrestleMania I think it would just added a little bit of extra oomph into the into the book and into the reason in why um, they deserve the title shot and why they were number one contenders but you know, that's just a small con. But overall, I really I like the idea. I think the match of Black and Bray would work together would work together well. Um, I'm unsure about the Miz. Bring them in, like I said, as they are total opposites. But the tag itself was good, and the outcome of the storyline was very good. Um, could have used the time better, but with with the example I gave. But not a massive deal. Good effort from Dom. So this match was made because, like I mentioned in the intro, Tim from Armbar Audio challenged Dom from listening to previous bookings in the league. And as a first attempt, I was very impressed with Tim's booking, I must say. I think Dom has done better in the past, being a big contender to win his group until the force of Mason Adams sort of stunted that. But there is going to be a winner, and solely based on, I think, the execution of the booking itself, I'm going to have to give this one to Tim of Armbar Audio for the win on this one. So well done to Tim. Um, unlucky Dom, like I said, maybe just the execution of the bits in the middle, the storyline itself, uh, I really did enjoy. So congrats, Tim, and thank you once again to both guys. It is a bit of a tricky stipulation, I must admit, um, that one, but it is funny how they were quite similar, really, in the end. So I do believe now we take a break from Fantasy Booking for a week, and next Monday we return with a number one contenders match, or so two Mondays' time. Uh, a number one contenders match, and it's obviously Mike Arendt who beat Wilfred versus Nev who beat JPQ. And the stipulation is a little bit more simpler. Um, I'm, I'm sure Nev is very thankful for after doing that horrendous reverse invasion angle, which I do not envy those two guys at all. If you haven't listened to that, by the way, go check it out because that was very good. Uh, but yeah, the, the stipulation is that all I want to do, I want to bring back a fantasy booking for a short return for Kevin Owens leading to a WrestleMania match. So they have roughly three to four shows to build a short feud, which means I want a bit of detail in the promos and a bit of match description um, leading up to this. It can't be a very short booking. And the description and, of course, the promos will add to that. And the winner of that match will then go on to face the champions Royally Rumble. So you have to make it championship worthy because these guys, Royally Rumbled, they are not to be messed with. They are an unbeatable force right now. And if these two put on a really good performance in this number one contenders match, then we may see a very good match. But if they don't listen to my advice of making the promos and the matches a little bit more detailed, then we could be looking at a bit of a slobber knocker for 
the the final where they just get whitewashed. But I don't want a whitewash. I want a slobber mark. So I want a slobber knocker. I said that the wrong way round. I apologise. Um, I'm talking gibberish again. So that match, the the final, by the way, will be a couple of weeks after um, the number one contenders match to give the guys a little bit of thinking time. So three weeks time from now. Yeah, four weeks time from now. Thank you to everyone for listening. Make sure you check out the YouTube channel for more wrestling videos. I'm currently dealing with myself from the future showing up on my videos, corrected any mistakes I was going to make, which if that confuses you, you need to check out the video to understand a little bit more. Um, I work very hard on my YouTube videos as of late and I'm really enjoying doing it and I'm really enjoying the feedback that I'm getting from you guys, so make sure you check them out. And make sure you are subscribed to the channel on the YouTube and all the podcast platforms. A new video should be up on Thursday and I'll catch you next Monday for, no spoilers, but probably a very, very good interview. So goodbye, everyone. And until next time, keep your friends close, but keep Omega Luke closer. Finally! But that's not me, I'm the Switchblade, baby. You, you, and especially you, Austin316 says I just whipped your ass. Goodbye. Write it down, you like writing things down. I am your favorite podcaster's favorite podcast. I am Omega, 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 the Omega Luke Wrestling Podcast.